0: Radio high-five with the explosion.
1: Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis.
2: Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts... Turtle. Yeah, I'm gonna take myself. I will never go against myself. Time. hell L. Dandy, you're a jam up guy. And producer Tony.
1: This is only mic time I get, buddy. So just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Yeah,
2: yeah, Skull, so use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this
0: question. Do you like magic? <laughs> it's already a shitty podcast, like ten minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey fellas, I love the podcast.
1: Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Scoop and...
0: Poop.
1: Oh, we're back. We're back for 2022. I am Tony. I am joined by Turtle. Say hello to the people, Turtle. Hello, people. And of course, we have Bishop again with us this year. This is going to be your crew for this year. Uh, We're we're happy to be back and uh, we're ready to talk some football. It's been a long summer for me uh with with baseball sucking ass here in the city of Chicago. I don't know about what about you primetime or how's uh how's living down there in uh Florida?
0: Uh it's not too bad, dude. I uh don't regret it at all. <laughs>
1: I'm 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 glad to see that you survived the winter and the summer, so you survived the uh, uh, almost a year of Florida, right? Have you been there a year?
0: Yeah, actually it'll be a year at the end of the month and uh I think like the summers aren't as bad like the summers are like chicago summers dude they're just like they're humid you know that's it like it doesn't it doesn't seem like that big a difference
1: what about you turtle how's life uh up in minnesota in the in the northern part of the country
2: good, good. yeah weather's been nice all uh all summer and just been outside a lot fishing
1: oh nice you catch anything good
2: I just a bunch of bass. I caught a 23 inch walleye though. So that was a oh, pretty nice. big highlight.
1: Yeah. It's been a pretty mild summer here. There was like one week that it was uh sweat, sweating balls everywhere and like humid as fuck. But other than that, I think it's been been pretty good. Um, but I'm definitely, definitely ready for football. We have, uh, we have the, the season starting tomorrow. So this show is just going to be like a little draft recap. We'll talk about the draft. Um, for a little bit, and then we'll do a uh, a week one preview and just get into the normal swing of things, knock off some rust. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the draft. This is our 20th year of this league. Uh, Primetime and myself have been around for all 20 of them. Uh, Turtle, when did you come into this league?
2: No idea. I, I really don't have a clue. I know it's 2012. Gonna, maybe.
1: Yeah, it's got to be at least 10 years, right? It's got to be.
2: I think this might be my tenure, yeah.
1: All right, well, happy anniversary. Hey, thanks, bro. <laughs> um, well, happy times that it's the 20th year, but uh, not so happy times that it was entirely remote. There was not more than one person in a room uh, while drafting. Everybody was uh, drafting via computer. Uh, usually I do like a, uh, a draft party for people that are still in Illinois. I know there's not many of us left. But this year it didn't work out. There was uh, holiday trips and birthday parties and wife's birthdays and anniversaries, I think. So it didn't work out. So it was all online. And uh, again, we did use the the uh, the fan draft software, which I think worked out without a hitch. Um, How are how are you guys feeling? I mean, you guys have been remote for a while, but uh, how was how was it for you guys?
0: I don't know, for me, it's still kind of weird. Like uh, I, I'm used to like the drafting with the pen and paper and crossing off names, and uh, I don't really have that many other leagues other than this one. So this was like, you know, drafting remote felt like not really drafting. Did you Did you, you buy a magazine? By...
1: Did you buy a magazine this year? Of course. Yeah,
0: I bought a magazine back in June just to <laughs> just to buy it. <laughs> what did that Why cost not? you?
1: Like sixteen bucks with tax.
0: Forty five. Forty five. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> how about
1: you? What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) How was the draft experience for you this year? I mean, you've been remote for a while. Oh, I loved it.
2: I loved it. Yeah, I I loved it. Everything went very smooth. The Google uh, Hangouts, Meets, whatever the fuck it is, that thing was awesome. Um, I could see the board the whole time. Uh, Yeah, no no problems. I liked it.
1: Yeah, and uh, we debuted a feature that I've been uh, yearning for for several years, the ability for the remote teams to draft their own players. Primetime, I think you uh took me up on that. There was only a couple teams. Uh how how was that how did that go?
0: Yeah, that actually I kind of like that as well. Uh I, I the one thing I didn't like is when we temporarily turned off like the announcements. Like I need the announcements, right? Uh-huh. Cuz like some I'm not always looking at the monitors. Sometimes I'll be looking down at my uh $45 magazine. And, uh, it'll be my pick and I didn't realize I, I've been up for 30 seconds, but, uh, yeah, other than that, it was, it was great. I, I enjoy making my own picks.
1: Yeah. I turned that off just cause it annoys me, but then I just, then I realized that literally everybody is remote. So we kind of have to have it. I know people like aren't looking at the screen all the time. So, uh, I think I turned it on like after the second or third round and we had it, yeah. we had it all the way through, but, uh, that's a mental note for next year. Um, and in terms of drafting your own players, uh, you didn't have to call it out like you uh, would normally do, so you you uh you didn't get the full shame of everybody laughing at your picks. Uh, yeah.
0: and, and because like I don't know who like half the people are anymore, so I, I butcher everyone's name, and yeah, this is just easier.
1: <laughs> yeah, I dream of one day that uh, everybody is mandated to draft their own team, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's just more work for me when I'm, when I'm drafting my team. So, um. All right, let's let's get into like uh, let's recap the first round because that's where all the juice is, um, and then uh, we'll 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 give everybody a chance to talk about their favorite pick, their their least favorite pick, and uh, talk uh, any any kind of shit they want about the draft. So let's start it off with with uh, the first pick was uh, Kowalski with uh, Kraka Ass Krakas, and he goes chalk uh, picks Jonathan Taylor. I think he still milked the clock. For like a minute or two, which was kind of hilarious. Um, maybe he was waiting for a last-minute trade call or something. I don't know. Prime time. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I just think he likes to do that. He likes to get under people's skin, but it's cool.
1: Yeah, I Jonathan Taylor. I mean, what what, what else can we say? Right? If he's if he's right, if he's healthy, he's the best running back in the league. Um, any objections to this one? I don't. I doubt it. But
0: nah, he's
2: he's a grown ass man. But that's it. You could have took any of the first three and oh, number one overall, and it would have been okay.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's chalk for a reason. He's young, he's healthy, he's in his going to be entering his prime of his career. Uh, he's on a team that likes to run the ball, so um, great pick. Uh, second pick was Pee wee and McLean with Cologne Rocks. We mentioned everybody was remote. I did not see or hear Pee Wee the entire uh draft. So I don't even know if he was aware that the draft happened or or what the deal is. I think I think McLean is pretty much uh <laughs> taking over that, that team. <laughs> and uh he goes with Austin Eckler at the number two spot. Um again, uh, a great great pick, great uh PPR running back, which this league is. Catches the ball, runs for touchdowns. Turtle, anything to say about Austin Eckler in this pick? Great pick. Thank you for that analysis. That was
2: great. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're rusty. There's nothing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We there's nothing to say about him. It, it was it was chalk. It was chalk. Yeah. Actually, Kowalski was. One was... of them slipped, slipped to me, and, and they didn't. So. Kowalski was
1: entertaining the idea of taking Eckler number one, and I, I told him that's not a bad choice, but uh, he did not end up doing
2: well, I don't it. Think, yeah, you, you literally could have taken any of those guys in the number one and two, and it's chalk. It's great. You're Speaking lucky. Speaking of
1: chalk, Bishop, we get to the third pick, and it's Turtle and Ivica's new wave hookers, five and uh, what what wouldn't you know it? Uh, Justin Jefferson goes to the Minnesota boy. Um, I, I we we knew this was coming, right, buddy?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had that mocked for that. And uh, you know, it, it, being in the league ten years now, you kind of get a, a feel for who Turtle's going to take and and draft and avoid and all that. So yeah, this was a gimme. This was a, a more of a layup than Jonathan Stewart or Jonathan Taylor at number one. <laughs>
1: Oh, shout out to Jonathan Stewart, those Carolina days, man. He was a, oh, yeah. he was a wrecking ball back then. <laughs> Turtle, you, you have Dalvin Cook as your keeper. You, you don't give a fuck. You're just you're all in on Minnesota this year.
2: Play the best plays. That's all it's about. Play the best plays. I, who's who would I have taken over Justin Jefferson at number three? I would have gladly taken one of the first two if if one of those guys wanted Justin Jefferson, but it yeah. didn't work out that way. So take the best play.
1: All right. You, you might be hurting on that bye week but, uh, you know, you, you got two studs, uh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, there's a lot of hype around him. S- people thinking that he's going to either match or surpass Cooper cups, uh, record breaking year last
2: year. And, uh, I heard some random dude on that NFL network talking about that. Yeah. I don't even know who he was. He was like a jobber, but yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, there's, there's a lot of buzz, uh, around Justin Jefferson and, uh, uh he is the guy now and we'll see how it how he reacts. He's still got uh somebody throwing him the ball that we'll talk about later, I think.
2: <laughs> BP, <MVP. laughs>
1: All right, BDI is in the four spot and uh he picks Stefan Diggs. Um I don't I don't really have anything to say about this. I think he's he's he's, he's produced the last two years uh, it doesn't seem like the Buffalo, uh, fantasy experience is slowing down at all. Um, anybody have any insight into D- Stefan Diggs? You like this pick? You don't like this pick. What do you, th- what, how are we feeling here?
0: I, I mean, I personally would have gone to Adams. Uh, I think he's going to do well there. Um, I don't know. I, I I feel like Diggs is good, but touchdown wise, he doesn't get a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen likes to throw it to everyone else but Diggs, but like I said, it's a PPR league. He's you know steady. He he never really has like really down weeks because he always gets at least six catches. Yep, stuff like that. So he's got a good floor. So for BDI's team, I think that's what you need because his team often puts up thirty points. So.
1: Yeah, I think he's a a pretty safe uh receiver pick in the, in the first round. Like I said, there's, there's probably some better options which as we'll get down the line here, but um I I I have I have I have had Stefan Diggs for the past 2 years and he's been rock solid for me. You mentioned he's just steady consistent with the with the catches. He's a great PPR receiver. The touchdowns are fluky uh when they do come, but uh you know, it's a new year, he could have better luck that with this year who knows uh worm next up out of the five spot and uh I was looking at his mock and it was very interesting he had Saquon Barkley I think going way later than this and then he pulls uh, a Bill Belichick on us and takes Saquon Barkley number five uh I guess this is two years after his ACL injury um he did play last year, but he was hit or miss. So, Turtle, do you think that Saquon Barkley can return to his former glory, or is he just a walking uh, injury waiting to happen?
2: Um, I love Saquon. I, I actually made a wager with primetime that Saquon would be better than Nick Chubb this year. I, I believe that's what it was.
0: Yeah, we definitely got to write that down. I already forgot about it.
2: But yes, <laughs> can, can I get on that action
1: too? Because uh, I, I would like on the, I would like the Barkley side of that. Um.
2: Yeah, I'm. A, I am do not know. I'm a big fan of him. His upside is insane. Um, he's got less question marks than a lot of the guys around him, and he, you know, he's out of that injury, so he's healthy.
1: Yep, and uh, we, we do have a new offensive-minded uh, head coach coming, Brian Dayball from uh, the Buffalo Bills. So, uh, you know, I think I'm excited for Saquon Barkley. I have some shares of him in another league, and I think uh, I think he's going to be great if he can stay healthy. Uh, this is a, a swing for the fences from Worm. Uh, there's definitely some safer options that he could have went with here, but uh, I like the boldness, and I love the talent. Uh, he catches the ball like a receiver, um, and I think it, I think it's a good pick. Um, it might have been a better pick later in the round, but I like the boldness of Worm uh, going for the fences here. And next we have Micah's team, Serbia. Funny you should mention the Nick Chubb, because he goes Nick Chubb uh, middle of the first round. I have many thoughts on Nick Chubb, so I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Prime Time, his biggest fan, uh, talk about Nick Chubb for a little bit. Go ahead, Prime Time. The floor is yours.
0: Yeah, it's not even so much that I like love Nick Chubb, right? Like I just think Barkley is done, right? Like uh, I think there would probably be a, quite a few running backs who are gonna finish better than Barkley, and Chubb just happens to be one of them. Uh, you know, Cleveland sucks, but so do the Giants they they both don't have weapons. <laughs> I mean, they're both going to struggle. Like they're not going to be that different. I just think Chubb's a better running back. That's why I prefer him over Barkley. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Chubb just, he's not bad.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's an excellent running back, but that's all he does is run the ball. He doesn't, he's not a factor mm-hmm. with, with catching the ball. He's not on the field when they're in a hurry up. Um, and, The only thing he's got going for him this year, I I would probably like him more this year than last than previous years is because 11 weeks they are going to be without uh, Deshaun Watson. They will have Jacoby Brissett at least the first week. I don't know who else is on that roster, but I feel like a lot of running the ball is in their future. Uh, They're not going to be passing it much with quarterback play like that. So maybe Micah's a, a genius here. Maybe he's, He rushes for like 2,300 yards this season. I don't know. Uh, But he's going to have to to pay off this pick. I think uh, there's some other PPR running backs that could have gone in this spot. But uh, Micah's all in on the Cleveland train. That's for sure. And very up next pick, we have Matt. Uh, One of the other PPR running backs that I'm talking about. He picks up Aaron Jones from the Packers. Uh, turtle, everybody's saying this might be more of a timeshare than it was last year. So, uh, would you, would you be hesitant to draft Aaron Jones in the first round this
2: season? No, I, Aaron Jones should have been picked before Chubb. Chubb was a second rounder on my draft, but, um, Aaron Jones and Dylan splitting the ball is still going to be better than. Nick Chubb is still going to be better than uh, who are the other ones? Ezekiel Elliott, Elijah Mitchell. Like it, it doesn't matter. He, I, no, he will not. <laughs> like Berkeley. Berkeley is 25 years old and does not have the, the tread on the tires. He, he still has a chance to be that. Chubb is. Yeah, we know what Chubb is. He's not going to catch anything. Um, so so yeah. Aaron Jones is is a great pick there.
1: Okay. I, I like it. I think that's I think that's right where he needs to be in the first round, just because the lack of uh, uh, I guess we know he's the number one option. But AJ Dillon's going to see the field a lot more than people think. I think this season, um, if he was more on the it was if he was on the field better at a better clip, I think you can put him in like the Austin Eckler range. But I I don't know if he can last like that so.
0: I would actually make the argument he would be on the field more because they don't have Devontae Adams anymore. <laughs> like, there's a chance that he could be. Also don't
2: like have or any of the other guys. Yeah. Bishop,
0: yeah, I, so, I think
1: you could play wide receiver for the Packers right now.
0: I think I, I am. <laughs> I'll see you Sunday. I hope you but, got but, a uh, jock strap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think Aaron Jones is going to be on there. They'd be an idiot to take him off the field. Like, you, you could have A.J. Dillon in the backfield, no problem, and then line him out at receiver. It's true. He'll do well.
1: It's true. Funny you mentioned Devontae Adams because he goes very next pick uh by my team, the modern Patriots. Uh Devontae Adams, I mean, there's the I had a little bit of pause drafting him, but I as soon as he fell to me, I was I was locked in. I'm like, okay, we're we're going. I know he's a Raider. <laughs> I know he's uh I don't know if he is 30 yet, but he's he's approaching quickly if he's not already 30. But he just got a ass load of money, and uh, the Raiders are going to be throwing the ball. So I, I'm i not worried about him producing. I am maybe a little worried about health. Um, but were, are you guys surprised that Devontae Adams lasted till number eight in the first round?
0: I'm not really surprised. I kind of mocked him to go to you, and then I would text you and say, I have you drafting a Raider, and then you would get all mad. <laughs> But I I, I kind of foresaw that happening. And I actually think it's a really great pick. Like, I was so hoping he would fall one more pick to me. But uh, yeah, like Derek Carr, uh, he's like, I noticed like the last couple of seasons, he's like a, he hyper targets people. Like, two years ago, he would like hyper target Darren Waller and he would have like a bajillion targets. And then last year, after that one guy uh, got into a car accident and killed someone, he started hyper targeting, uh, what's his name? That white uh receiver. Hunter Renfro. Hunter, Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Impact yeah. player. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, like, yeah, I think with this new toy, I think Derek Carr is just going to, like, hyper-target this dude, and he's going to put up a lot of numbers this year.
1: Honestly, I didn't want you to have him. That's why I took him. Ah, because... My-
2: I didn't want either of you to have him. Like, <laughs> I wanted one of you guys to have Nick Chubb on your team. <laughs> like, that's where should fucking win. No, like... I I force I
1: saw the future of you lining up Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams again, and I did not want to live in that future, so uh I I, I had no problems taking him there. So I, I'm excited about it. I think he's a, he's a great talent. Um, and we'll see if he can produce at the the level he has been in the past. He might see a little bit of downtick on the touchdowns, which I I kind of anticipate because Aaron Rodgers is not throwing him the ball anymore, but. I'm excited. Uh, Let's, let's, let's go. I'm good with the Raider. Let's do it. And then primetime, you right behind me picking up uh, Ezekiel Elliott running back for the Cowboys. Um, Let's talk about this.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't like Ezekiel Elliott either, right? Like to me, he's, he's like Saquon Barkley. He's just a little bit older. They just have a, Slightly better offense, so that's good. Even though they lost, uh, they lost one of their tackles, right? The left tackle, I think.
1: <laughs> yes, the best left tackle in football. Yes, they lost him.
0: Yeah, I'm not too worried about that though because they're gonna throw the ball to him. Ezekiel does catch a lot of passes, so I'm not too, not a lot, but a decent amount. He's not Austin Eckler, but uh, yeah, he's still gonna get the ball. And Jerry Jones loves him. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> I wanted anyone else, like all the picks before me, I would have taken. And then I got stuck with Zeke, but whatever.
1: I was actually surprised you passed on like Debo here. I thought I thought for sure you were gonna pick Debo, but um, Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, he is going to get the first crack at a at a huge workload. Uh, he might be getting old; those touches might be catching up for him. And uh, this is a keeper league, you know that right? Prime time. So yeah,
0: it's okay. I got other people.
1: All right, just 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 wanted to point Tom that Tom Brady.
0: Out. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got nothing but spring chickens in the bullpen.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. All right, next pick uh, was Mike. Lucky Luciano's uh, drafted by his brother, Pasquale, I think his name was. Is that right? I, I think so. Yeah. There was just a lot of Italians, uh, you know, talking during the draft. It was kind of hard to keep keep track of them all. Um, but he did pick up Debo Samuel. Um I thought about it. I love Debo. I had him on my team last year, uh, but I just could not pass up Devonte Adams at that spot. So, Turtle, how, what's your outlook for Debo this year? Do you think he can repeat uh, his magical season of last year?
2: Not a chance. Um, yeah, not a chance. He's a good pick here because, like, if you look at what is you know coming up, he has like higher upside. So I can't knock the pick, but I don't think he, I mean, he ran the ball like 50 times for 10 touchdowns and 700, like, no, he never repeating it. I think it's going
1: to be hard. I think it's going to be real hard. He's got a new quarterback in Trey Lance who I think the, the 49ers aren't really sure if he's any good Uh, with, with what they did with Jimmy Garoppolo pretty much as an insurance policy. Um he did get a whole shitload of money, so maybe uh maybe they'll they'll want to uh get their money's worth and use them like they did last year. But uh they were just decimated at running back last year, and that's what kind of forced them to put Debo at running back. Uh I don't know if that's gonna happen. I don't know if he's gonna be like a gadget player with running back. Um I guess time will tell. And uh yeah, I I'm kinda low on Debo this year. With the with the quarterback uncertainty. All right. Now we have the next pick.
0: You can see me. You can see me.
1: And it's Santino drafting AJ Brown. Uh, I did not see that coming. I, I don't know if you mocked that, Bishop, because if you did, I, I would be very impressed.
0: Uh no, I definitely did not. I actually thought he would be taking Mike Evans because I'm like, uh, you know, he's probably a Tom Brady guy. He wants Tom Brady's target. Uh, yeah, the AJ Brown pick. I didn't even know he knew who AJ Brown was. <laughs> that's that's how shocked I was.
1: Yeah, I know. I know he was traveling, so maybe he bought that forty five dollar magazine that you were looking mm. at. I don't know. It was AJ yeah. uh, Brown? I mean, excellent talent when he has the ball. Uh, he's like the second coming of Terrell Owens. He's a physical freak of nature. But last year, as we saw with a lot of uh, high level wide receivers, he he lost his smile. Bishop, he was uh he was sad. He missed a couple weeks with uh, mental health and also physical did he really? health. I thought
0: he did. I don't remember this at all.
1: Yeah, he, he, he was sad last year, much like uh, Calvin Ridley. But um, I don't know. He's in a new offense. He, he's on Philadelphia now. Um, If you think that Jalen Hurts can throw the ball, I guess this is a great pick. Uh, Turtle, you have any thoughts on A.J. Brown?
2: AJ Brown I love this pick um like everything about Jalen Hurts this summer has just been awesome they actually just had a blurb today that said he was way more accurate this year you know it's, for what it's worth sure it's all we have to go off of so uh I I was shocked he made that pick and uh I I was actually pegging him to come back around but yeah
1: Oh no, he wasn't getting past me if he made it in the second round. My yeah, yeah, yeah. my eyes right. my yeah, eyes right. were, were high on him.
2: Yeah, people have been high on him. Yeah.
1: yeah, my eyes it. were big when I saw I saw Bishop's mock cuz I think he mocked him to me in the second round. Late. Yeah, he mocked him late. Yeah. I was hoping that he was going to fall, but uh he did not. Santino, that's a great pick. He's a great talent. Um I really didn't have any good running back running back options there, so I think you probably got the best receiver that was available. And to to uh, close out the first round, we have Giuseppe, the champion, uh, picking Mike Evans. Um, speaking of old receivers, uh, Mike Evans might catch a ass load of touchdowns this year. He's kind of like the Jerome Bettis of uh, wide receivers, Bishop. I think we made this connection last season, where like. He he might sc- I, he might score like 20 points but he's only going to have like 3 catches.
0: I I I feel like that's incorrect. I feel like he gets a lot of catches and you're just like horribly underestimating. I'm pulling up his stats from last year. 74 catches for touchdowns. Yeah, but he had 74 for 1014. That's that's not Respectable. Jerome Bettis. Yeah. <laughs> Respectable. I think Tony's an ageist. I think he has uh, he hates old people.
1: I I don't like yeah. old football players. You're, you got me. That's why I never picked Tom Brady like somebody else in this room, <laughs> in
0: this chat. And that and that's why you're gonna lose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mike Evans. Yeah, he's he's gonna catch touchdowns. He's gonna catch a, a lot of passes, according to Bishop's documentation. Um, we we do have Chris Godwin coming back from injury. We do have julio jones coming into the team this year but we do not have rob gronkowski so maybe a lot of touchdowns have just uh, become available for uh mr mike evans we'll see so that 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 wraps up the first round um let's just i'm just gonna ask everybody what's your just skim through the rest of the draft maybe you can remember uh, a pick What, what was your favorite pick uh relative to position what was uh If you could pick one out, Bishop, go ahead.
0: Uh, Whoever that guy was who drafted for uh, Mike uh, Pasquale, whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He took uh, Hollywood Brown one pick before me, dude. Yep. I I was a huge fan of that. I mean, I'm a fan of that guy. And then when he went to Arizona and then I found out he was the uh, college receiver for that midget quarterback. I was like, man, they're probably going to tear it up this year. So I was really hoping that no one else would know that or. Forget about it, but yeah, I took it one pick
2: before me. That was a
0: great pick.
1: Turtle, you got any, you got any good picks in uh, on the board? Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins.
2: DeAndre Hopkins. uh who was it, Worm? Pick 92. I was about to take him in, at 94 there. He tanked the entire time, and I'm like, oh, he's not going to fucking do it, and he did it. <laughs> How many games is he out for? Six. Six, six games. Oh, Nothing. That. And then you got a fucking keeper. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Um, I will, th- I'll, I'll throw, uh, uh, some roses at, uh, Chris McLean. Uh, he sniped me like three times in this draft. Uh, and one guy I really wanted, but couldn't get because he took him. pick number 71, Gabe Davis of the Buffalo bills. Uh, I think he's going to have a monster season. Uh, he's in like, the, the the next receiver after Gabe Davis was like Hent, Hunter Renfro territory so uh, i think that's a great pick i think he's going to have a huge season uh, i was a little sad that i couldn't get him um but uh you know the draft works like that you you, you got guys you love but you just can't get them um uh, what about uh the worst pick that in your opinion i think we all, we all might agree on one, because one sticks out to me. Number 76, David Njoku. David Njoku. That's my worst pick. Uh, That's a guy that would not have been drafted. He drafts him in the fifth round. Bishop, you got anything else?
0: Uh, I mean, that one's good, but uh, to be contrarian, I will also not pick that one. I'll I'll stay on BDI's team, uh, (laughs) and I'm going to go with the very next, his very next pick with Alan Lazard, Uh which I... Which I would normally say that's like not a terrible pick, but he released him. <laughs> so that is true. Uh, yeah, I'm just letting people know if they <laughs> happen to watch this or if someone gets snipes him. But anyway, yeah, I've, I've never seen an eighth or sixth round pick. Just get yeah right dropped before the season.
2: Yeah, the, the guy that he's being replaced by, who is not Hurts. starting on his team, who is hurt.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like yeah that's my pick no
1: like uh david njoku popped the pop the virtual room when that happens uh i yeah. he, it's a fifth round and you're drafting a tight end that would not be drafted you could pick up today you could you could go to like 70 percent of fantasy leagues and go find yourself a david njoku uh i mean that's just that's just a terrible pick uh i don't know if bdi was uh under the influence. He was not, a, he was not out and about. He was at home. I know he was on a patio and his, his camera kept, uh, uh, getting muted. So I don't know what he was up to, but, uh... although
0: I will admit this is probably the best BDI draft he's ever had.
1: Well, I mean, the starters are good. I would say yeah. the starters, like, good. but like for bad.
0: him, yeah. right. I'm not saying like he's going to win in any other leagues. I'm saying like, yeah, relatively to his other drafts, it was actually a decent,
1: P- but if anybody gets injured, or when the bye weeks start happening, then he's gonna have yeah. some real
2: problems. He's, he's <laughs> toast. Camaro's gonna get suspended at the end of the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, it could be,
2: could be. All right, so that's
1: that's the draft recap. I think it was a successful draft. Uh, we we made some jokes. Uh, everything worked technology wise. Thank God. Uh, so, let's go into the. Uh... Into the previews. Uh, I guess we could hit a little waiver wire.
0: Waiver? Wire.
1: Waiver wire. And we did have some moves. Uh, primetime, you mentioned one of them. Uh, let me get to the transaction page. One second. Uh, by date, let's do that. All right. So, McLean and wee, they drop uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars kicker. Pick up the Washington Commanders kicker. Uh, Any thoughts here, guys? Not at all.
0: (laughs) Actually, I think it's defense, not kicker.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Defense. You're right. All right. um... (laughs) Then I made a move. I cut George Pickens, who I think was my last pick of the draft. And I picked up Romeo. I can't. Is it Dobbs or Dubbs? I can't. I don't know how to say this man's
2: name. I've heard Dobbs everywhere.
1: Dobbs. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, I'm just swapping rookie rookie wide receivers here. I, I like George Pickens, but I think Romeo Dobbs has an easier path to fantasy relevancy, and we know he's got a better quarterback because uh, Mitch Trubisky is in Pittsburgh, and he is the starter. So that's a little scary for me. Um, any thoughts on this? Uh, no, nope. Looks good. Alright, continuing with Green Bay wide receivers, BDI's 6th round pick, Alan Lazard, gets cut for the other rookie wide receiver, Christian Watson, who I believe is hurt. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play this year. I know he had knee surgery. Um, Do we know anything about either of these rookies, Dobbs or Watson? Does anybody have a preference either way?
0: I I have zero preference. I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers hates rookie receivers because they don't know how to run routes and stuff. So uh, I I would avoid the situation entirely. (laughs) Yeah. I would pick up Dobbs,
2: but I wouldn't want to play either.
1: Right. Yeah. My thinking was if he has a big week one, I could save myself a bunch of fab money. Uh, That's the only reason I did it. Um, But we'll Mm -hmm. see. We'll see if any of them can play. We don't know. Uh, We don't have any data to back anything up so we're just kind of guessing here um sometimes you scratch a lottery ticket and sometimes it pays off right so we'll see what happens there all right um well let's get into we didn't have any emails so uh everybody in the league is in mid-season form um we we got no communication no tweets no nothing So let's get to the matchups. We will be doing uh, pick predictions again this year. I believe I won last year. Uh, What do you guys think? Another 20 bucks? Is that good?
0: I'm down.
2: I'm in.
1: And uh, shame on me. I did not ask Giuseppe if he is going to participate in picks this year. Um, I'm hoping that he will. Uh, I will rectify that soon. So we'll just go ahead without him here and we'll start off with my matchup, the modern Patriots versus Micah's team, Serbia. I am a four and a half point favorite in this one prime time. Uh, and according to RT sports, I have a 75% win probability. So do you agree with the projections?
0: Uh, yes, I do. Um, I would say that's, Pretty accurate, even though you're starting Darnell Mooney, which I think is hilarious. Uh, but Mike is also playing Michael Thomas, and I'm pretty sure he hasn't played in like five years. So that should be interesting as well. Uh, but Micah has other people he could put in his stead. I don't know what he's projected to put out, but uh, I-, I wonder if Micah were to make a switch there, if he'd be a favorite, or it'd be a lot, the line would be a lot closer. Uh, but Buffalo on Thursday night. At the Rams, I think is gonna actually going to be a tougher matchup than it looks. I know it's got a really high over-under, but uh, I think a lot of people week one is usually like shaking the rust off kind of thing, and Rams have a good defense. So I'm going to take you, Tony, uh, because your team is slightly better.
2: Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, I think Tony gets the win, even though he's starting A.J. Dillon <laughs> Is how many percent is he getting?
1: Uh, touches, you mean like time, like touch share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the split? I mean, if he gets 40, percent
2: I think that's pretty good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, um, yeah, I love your team. I, I don't know why Bishop was uh knocking Darnell Mooney. I think he's a good, good receiver, seriously. I mean, he's a, he's a good receiver. I, I don't know about Justin Fields, I don't know about the offense, but Darnell Mooney is a good football player. Um, so yeah, and I just he's got a couple questionable guys over there that is Nick Chubb, uh, Deontay Johnson, <laughs> Michael Thomas. So yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with you.
1: I'm gonna agree. I think I'll win this week. Uh, I will defend Darnell Mooney's honor. Let me let me first throw down the gauntlet. Please do, please do. Uh, he is an excellent wide receiver. He is on a bad team that's gonna throw a lot, and he is the only. NFL-level wide receiver on that team. Like, you look past him, you got guys like Byron Pringle and uh who is the other fucking guy? Uh, the guy that couldn't couldn't catch any balls in New England. Like, there's nothing past Darnell Mooney. He he's going to have a good season if Justin Fields can stay upright this entire season, which remains to be seen. Uh, but uh, I think a lot of garbage time for Mooney this year. I I like him as a player. I think I'm gonna win. I'm a little worried about that Thursday night matchup. Um, so much so I, I originally thought about Devin Singletary here, but uh the defense is scaring me off. I don't want to have too much eggs in one basket there. Uh Jalen Hurts kind of scares me playing Detroit. Um I know that's a low over under, but I, I do like him this year. And uh Michael Thomas, lol. I, I would have to see it for a couple weeks before I start playing that guy. Uh, I will forever hate that man because I drafted him number two that season where he's uh, he just went I'm missing in action, and um, I don't think he's played football since that season. So fuck Michael Thomas. That's what I got to say. <laughs> Next matchup, we have Turtle and Aviza's New Wave Hookers Five versus BDI's D's Nuts, the second coming. Um, I guess I'll start with this one. Um, (laughs) BDI is a two and a half point favorite (laughs) on (laughs) Turtle. That's a badge of uh, shame, I think. Uh, 54% win probability for BDI. I'll say this. This is probably going to be his highest uh, scoring points of the season because of his lack of depth. Everybody's healthy. Uh, Antonio Gibson gets the lineup because uh, the guy that was going to start got shot several times in a carjacking. So he's never going to get more touches than he's going to get this week. Uh, boy. But Turtle coming back with uh, with Dalvin Cook, James Conner, Justin Jefferson, and a guy I really, really like and I was hoping to get in Amon Ra St. Brown. Um, I think he's going to have a good PPR season. I'm going to take the upset. I'm going to take turtle Bishop. What do you think?
0: Oh, I'm sorry, turtle, but this is one of the, I think this is one of the few games BDI wins. Uh, like I said, the, until he has a bye week <laughs> his, his <laughs> starting lineups, pretty decent. Uh, you know, you have, uh, uh, what's his name? Matthew Stafford to cancel out anything. Alan Robinson pretty much will do, uh, Cordell Patterson is still like really interesting to me because I don't know what we're going to see, like which Cordell Patterson we're going to see. And that's a a, a division rival game, Saints and Falcons. So they probably know each other very well. BDI is not starting David Ninjoku, whatever his name is. So that's a positive. Uh, I'll take Zach, but by very small amount.
2: There's no way I fucking lose this. I don't care how, you know. He he got some good players in the first. Cordero Patterson is Cordero Patterson. I, again, another person like Debo Samuel that just cannot replicate that sort of production. If he was, he, he would be taken in fucking drafts. He's being drafted like number eighty. Why? Because people know he's a punk. Uh, Antonio Gibson couldn't beat out uh, the guy that got shot for a lot. You know, fuck him. I'm winning by forty. Forty? Damn. <laughs> twenty. Wow. Twenty. Twenty. Just 20, okay, 20. twenty. Twenty. Twenty.
1: Twenty. All right. Twenty's better. Okay. All right. <laughs> love the heat, turtle. Keep bringing it. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Kowalski's Kraka ass Krakas uh, versus Mike's Lucky Luciano's, and Mike is a three point favorite in this one. Um, turtle, Kowalski had the benefit of Bishop's second round pick and he did pick up T Higgins. So do you think uh, T Higgins and the boys uh, have enough to beat Mike this week?
2: That's the tough part about week one is everybody's starting lineup. Like, you know, you know, most people are putting out something respectable or that can actually score points. So it's really close. I'm going to go with my division though. I think uh K Wall has enough power in his borough to Higgins and Jonathan Taylor, obviously, to uh to, to to make it over Mike's team.
0: Uh yeah, I'll jump in here. Uh I think it's gonna be Mike in a route. I'm sorry, Kowalski. Uh I, I like Kowalski's quarterback, uh, but Mike's team, I, I love Leonard Fournette. I love Najee Harris, Hollywood Brown, I mentioned earlier. You know, Debo is great. Mark Andrews is great. Like, I think his his starting lineup is really solid. i just not a big fan of Dak, but uh, other than that, it's really solid. So I'm going to definitely take Mike.
1: I'm actually going to agree with Bishop here. I think Mike uh, gets the edge this week. Mike is a 54% favorite to win, <laughs> I should mention. Um, I see a couple question marks here for, for Kowalski. Travis Etienne has never played an NFL snap. Uh, he, he's in a timeshare with James Robinson, who is now healthy and playing. So I really don't know what to expect there. I know that Najee Harris is going to get the ball. I know that Leonard Fournette is going to get the ball. And one other big one, I love the talent. I love the body. Mm-hmm. I, love, uh, I love everything about him but his quarterback, and that's D.K. Metcalf. Uh, Geno Smith is the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think that he can get him the ball like Russell Wilson could, uh, so I see a step down for DK. Uh, so give me Mike this 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 one. I think it's going to be a, a a closer game than Bishop anticipates, but I think Mike wins nonetheless. Next matchup, we have Bishop's Nitro versus Pee Wee McLean's Cologne Rocks. And Pee Wee McClain is a one and a half point favorite. But Bishop is favored to win 52%. How does that work? Bit uh Turtle, I know you're a gambler. I don't I don't know how that works. How can you be a favorite and uh I mean be less that's late? why I
2: hate these fucking RT sports numbers? They mean dick. Like <laughs> they put out these projections and then their same program tells you that this guy's a favorite. What are the point of the projections? <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't get it. I think we need the machine to come back. Do you remember the machine, Bishop? The machine was great.
0: I didn't know the machine left. I just stopped paying attention to it. I didn't realize it, it actually left. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's been gone for like five years. But uh... You're the reason why. <laughs> yes.
0: I, I broke its calculations.
1: Yeah, you broke the calculus. Stop watching. <laughs> All right, well, I think PeeWee's going to break your calculus this week, buddy. Uh, he's got a... Stacked lineup of Ceedee Lamb, Javante Williams, Austin Eckler, Patrick Mahomes, uh, and get my guy Gabe Davis. I think he's going to have a great season. You are really feeling the effects of missing that second round pick. I, I see a Jet in your starting lineup, which is never a good thing. Um, so I think I think going to put it on you this week, buddy. Sorry.
2: Oh man. <laughs> I'm going with my division. <laughs> uh, I do see a jet in there. That I can confirm. Um, <laughs> I, I'm still going to go with my division. Um, I believe he's put together a, a, a team out of shambles and, and made it look fine. I My breakout player is on his team this week. Uh, I'm, I think Brandon Cooks is, is going to go bananas. Him and Davis Mills. Could legitimate? It's like in the range of outcomes that they could be like top three at their positions. What? I'm, I'm serious. You're
1: talking about Brandon Cooks, the wide receiver, right? Yeah, that's
2: Brandon yeah. Cooks. He is. He, he's gonna. He's gonna be fucking awesome this year. And it was a bailout pick where where he got him in the draft. So I, I think he's gonna win. It's gonna be very very close, but he's gonna win. All right.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I'm definitely gonna win. Uh, I have zero, I'm not worried at all about Patrick Mahomes or uh, Javonta Williams or CeeDee Lamb. Gabriel Davis might be a good play, but uh, Rashad Bateman, I'm not worried about any of those people. Uh, I will, Tom Brady against Dallas, I I, I love that matchup. Tom Brady's the man. Uh, I still have Cooper Cup, which people seem to forget about. Like, I I had decent keepers. That's what hides my draft makes it look a little better. Uh, And uh, you guys are shitting on Elijah Moore. Do you know who's starting for the Jets? Yeah, I do. A quarterback? Joe Flacco. Yes. And and look who they're playing. Baltimore. It's a revenge revenge game. Revenge game. It's going to be Elijah Moore (laughs) or Falco to Moore all day. I love that pick, too. So, yeah, to me, this isn't even close. I'm sorry, Pee-wee McLean.
2: All right. I love it. Let me go back to it quick. Pee Wee McLean have, like, the highest upside team in the league. If every one of their guys hits like they think they're going to hit, their team has, you know, but they also have, like, the lowest floor in the league, too. Yeah, Gabriel Davis has, like, one game. CeeDee Lamb, I I mean, he's supposed to be great. We've seen a little bit. Javante Williams, we've seen a little bit. Eckler, always hurt. Mahomes, you know, last week seven, we were like, is Kansas City dust? So, I I mean, there is a range of outcomes where his team is just not... You know they put up forty. Okay. I can't. I can't wait to
1: see what happens in this matchup. It's going to be a very interesting podcast next week. Make sure to tune in for that one.
0: They're all interesting though. But yes. Yes.
1: All right. Let's go to the next matchup. We start off with the Cousin Bowl. We have Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way versus Santino's Wolf Pack. Yes. 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 And, oh, my fucking God, have you seen Santino's running backs? (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Giuseppe is a 10.5-point favorite. um, And, hilariously, Santino is a 63% chance of winning. (laughs)
2: Cool, 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 How much do we pay for the premium? Seriously, this Jesus is, Christ!
1: Yeah, I don't know. The, the wires are crossed. I think uh, something is wrong with the the st- the stats at uh, RT Sports. But uh, Turtle, why don't you lead this one off? What do you think is going to happen here?
2: Why does he not have Elijah Mitchell? Is it because they're playing the Bears? <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> Bearweather. weather. It's going to be Bearweather, weather, my friend. <laughs>
2: I, gosh if he puts elijah mitchell into his lineup instead of this tyler alligator we're gonna be fucking good his wide receivers are amazing uh, i mean look at it, Jamar chase jerry judy and aj brown he has the stack with with russell wheels I'm, I'm amazed he drafted this team and i legitimately uh, i think his running backs are fine with his quality of of the rest of his team so um Good job, Santino. Uh, You drafted well, and I believe you get the win this week.
0: I could jump in here next. Um, So I'm sitting there thinking, like, I'm only focused on the whole uh, spread and then uh, win probability thing. And I think I figured it out. So the spread is based on their projected points for each player. Like, you know, when you go to your lineup, it shows you, like, their projected amount. Uh-huh. And then it just adds those numbers together. And then, so, Giuseppe's sure. team is ten, has 10 and a half more points than Santino's. But I think the win probability is the Elijah Mitchell effect, where it's like, this guy's going to start Elijah Mitchell. We all know <laughs> it. So, they're, like, already factoring in he's going to be in the lineup, and that's why they're giving him that percentage. That's the only thing I can come up with. But, uh, uh, yeah, I... I don't know. Like I like Santino's team, but Giuseppe's team isn't bad. Like I, I like his old receiver. I like old receivers. That's who I am. I like Keenan Allen. I like Mike Evans and Adam Thielen. Like that's solid too. I think that's just as solid as Santino's young buck group. Uh, but Giuseppe just has better running backs. So I, I feel like, uh, it's going to be really, you know what? Give me a tie. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right. I'm marking it down. <laughs> Write it down.
2: This is for $20. Yeah.
1: Don't talk him out of it. He, he, he already
0: did no, it. No, and then when I, get, when I get the tie, do I get an extra point because it's against two teams? Sure. I'll give you two points I'll, if you get the yes, tie. I'll, you. Yeah, I'll yeah, give you, you two points. Yeah. All right.
1: Guarantee it. Um. I was kind of shocked that you didn't pick Santino because you have a a, a propensity to always pick Santino. Like, I'm going to pick Santino this week. <laughs> you talked about the Joe Flacco revenge game. We got the Russell Wilson revenge game, buddy. Monday Night Football versus Seattle, who may be the worst team in the league. Uh, Russell Wilson is going to drop four touchdowns minimum on, on Seattle. He is going to carve them up I don't care what running backs he plays uh Giuseppe can't can't cover that so I'm gonna take Santino is is his wide receivers are excellent as Turtle mentioned uh yeah he'll probably play what's his name uh Elijah Mitchell it doesn't matter Russell Wilson's gonna eat and Santino is going to win All right, last matchup. We have Worms. Team Taylor versus Mats. Don't you forget about
2: Barkley. Oh, I do know
1: this song. (laughs) Which is, of course, a shout-out to Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. Made famous in The Breakfast Club, I think Matt is going for movie songs this year, which will be quite interesting. Um, so, uh, worm is a one point favorite and a 62% chance to win. According to, uh, these, uh, phony baloney numbers, um, prime time. Why don't you lead this one off buddy?
0: Uh, yeah, this is going to be a very, cl- I-, I think it's going to be a close matchup. Um, I like worms team. you, even though he's got Saquon Barkley. Uh, I think DeAndre Swift is going to be the uh, running back who does most of the work on, in that game, getting a lot of catches. Uh, Cortland Sutton, like you mentioned, in the Russell Wilson revenge game. <clears throat> a lot of those might be going to Cortland Sutton. Uh, I don't want to talk about all the players and give you guys people to talk about, but yeah, I kind of like Worm's team a little bit better. So yeah, give me Worm.
1: All right, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards Matt this week, and uh, I think we mentioned the uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback not having many good options to throw to. Got Allen Lazard, Randall Cobb, and two rookies. I think. Oh, and Sammy Watkins. Old the ghost of Sammy Watkins is in Green Bay. Um, I, I'm not really too worried about those those receivers, and I do love Lamar Jackson this season. I think he is. He's he's not he does not have a contract. He wants to get paid. Uh, they're playing the Jets. Uh, I think he's going to have a big week week one. Um, so give me Matt.
2: Oof, I had all this time to think about. it. I still don't want anybody to win in this game. <laughs> um, I hate picking Worm, but I'm I'm going to pick Worm. I, I think. Yeah, I'm going to pick Worm. I I really like Juju this year. I like Sutton. I like Pittman. Um, It's not guys I got a lot of, but, I mean, they're very, very good receivers. Well, Saquon and DeAndre Swift is just great. Uh, Makes up for his terrible quarterback that he has. So I think he has enough to get it done this week.
1: All right. All right. So uh, I think, Turtle, you mentioned you had a breakout player. Do you want to share with the class who that is?
2: Yeah, Brandon cooks. I think he goes bananas week one.
1: Bananas. Okay. Uh, prime time. You got one?
0: Uh, yeah. Give me uh Mike Letro's team. Uh, Marquise Brown. Give me Hollywood Brown. I I like his. Uh, I like what he's got going on. And I'm gonna pick Darnell
1: Mooney just cause fuck you Bishop <laughs> and uh, go Bears and uh, he's gonna have a monster season.
0: So apparently, this podcast is filled with homers now. That's interesting.
1: Homers. 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 Yes, yes. Homers. Homers. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the week one preview show, mock or uh, real draft uh, recap. Fantasy football scoop and.
2: All right. Show's over. I'm tired.
1: and Poop Fantasy Podcast, now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.